0: Hey, this is Heroes And. I'm Andy. And I'm Cody. This is our podcast. Mace Windu is getting his own comic book series. Basically, if it's part of geek culture,
1: we're going to talk about it. For this episode, we're going to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Uh-huh.
0: All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Really appreciate that. Like Cody said, today we are sharing our thoughts on the latest Marvel movie, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. The movie's been out now for a couple of weeks, so you should have seen it by now. But just in case, if you haven't, obviously, spoiler alert, we're finally, again, I think we finally <laughs> learned... <laughs> to say that ahead of time uh, at the beginning of the episode, um, so we're going to share our thoughts on the movie. Just give you uh, what you know, what we liked about it, say what we liked about it, what we didn't like, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So, uh, CP, why don't you go ahead and kick us off, get us started?
1: What was your overall impression uh, of the movie? I thought it was good. I I was surprised by the amount of heart that I feel like it had. I know there's a lot of comedy, of course, yeah. and that was you know something that came in the first one as well but i think this one uh definitely brought the uh definitely brought the feels yeah. a little bit you know more than more than i was expecting i guess so that was welcomed
0: yeah, I, I would I would agree. I think that's one of the one of the main things that stood out from this movie, from maybe any of the other Marvel movies, was the amount of heart into it, that that was in it. And very much like the first one, there's a lot of human emotions and feelings, and mm-hmm. um, you know hurdles that they you know each character kind of has to get over and overcome. And with this one, with Volume Two, they just kind of continue with that with that tradition and. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of rehashed some of the some of the same hurdles, some of the same things that they had to sure. overcome and grow and develop and all that stuff. But to your point, man, there was a lot of heart, and I would probably say again, maybe more than any of the Marvel yeah. movies. The the only thing I can maybe think about that had me emotionally invested was Civil War with. Right.
1: But that's cuz it was your best friends fighting. Yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. But but uh specifically with Civil War like the whole uh the big twist of realizing the uh Tony Stark uh Iron Man his parents being killed by the Winter Soldier mm-hmm. and so uh and that whole thing and so that, you know but even then that was just almost like a plot point. But right, with this right. movie there's but this a whole, one
1: I I think what what this one does is the whole uh, the whole theme of the movie is family, and yeah. so I think that's something we can all relate to. Mm-hmm. And I, I appreciated that from Nebula and Gamora's storyline to Rocket and Yandu yes yeah. storyline, uh, and then Star Lords and Egos like yeah. all of them on and then all of the Guardians coming together mm-hmm. uh, like it was all focused on family. And I think the success of this movie and Tugging on all of our heartstrings a little bit is because family is something that we all, at some point, you know, like we were all born, so we all have a we all have a mom and a dad, and some of us have good relationships with them, some of us don't, yeah. And uh, but we all can have some experience with uh, with family, yeah, for sure. So they definitely uh, they play on that theme
0: throughout the whole movie, um, and they really make. That the center of it, and I would say that's probably the you have to go into this. Well, not really have to go into it, but you're definitely walking out of the movie realizing, okay, that was definitely the main thing that they wanted you to come away yeah, with is for sure is this value of, of family, uh, what it is to be um, accepted, to have uh, a tribe of your own, to have your own community, to have your own people, uh, to be in in your own uh, people group. And, and to be okay with it being more than just um, blood and, and, and DNA you know, connection, that right. family can be more than that. And so that was really something uh, really neat and uh, really just really cool to see.
1: So uh, just being on the topic of family, we met... Peter Quill, Star Lord's dad. Yeah, in this one, uh, Ego. Yeah, Kurt Russell's character. Mm-hmm. Andy, what did you think of of this celestial? Uh, the first, I guess, the first one that we've met. That yeah, yeah that that they've introduced to this whole MCU. Uh, so I thought it was kind
0: of cool, man. And I really thought what was fun, as when when you realize Star-Lord and Star Lord and you know realize who he was. Um, in my head, as I'm watching, I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to throw off everything. Like, this is going to throw off the whole family dynamic that-
1: Of the Guardians?
0: Yeah, that Star-Lord has built with the Guardians, that, which is the, the ironic. That, that was one of my first thoughts, that because of Star-Lord meeting his father- that's going to break up his family, like Star Lord's family. Even though right. technically he's going to his family, he's going right, to his yeah. father. And so that was my one of my first thoughts was like, "Dang it! Like that's where the conflict's going to come out of this movie. It's going to it's going to uh, potentially ruin and separate the the family and the union of of the Guardians." Um, I thought the I thought the character was interesting. I was you know very interested in. in the history of his character and his, what he was able to do, and the this whole idea that he made this planet for himself, and you know, in the comic books, he is a a, a planet, you know. So it's kind of cool, like to yeah. the, the, how they were able to do that. And um I, there's one particular comic book page I'm thinking about where you like the f- the planet has a face mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. and you kind of see that in one of the in, in one of the scenes in the movie towards the end there yeah right? which i think there you know there's obviously intentionality there from the studios and what they were doing so um but i uh, i don't know about you but i did not read a whole lot going into the movie i did not want no. any like i knew that actors were were signing on to the movie and you know that they were going to be part of the cast but I really did not want to know who they were, uh, what role they were playing, what, you know, their character, any of that. Because I wanted to walk into the movie like not knowing anything. And so unfortunately, I knew that um, that, that was Star-Lord's father.
1: Mm-hmm. That, um, that got spoiled for me from a trailer. And if I remember right, I think it was Oscar. One of your friends said. I told you not to watch. They were glad that you watched. Didn't watch the trailer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, that I, was something that was I think, revealed in the trailer. I
0: think at this point, a lot of my friends and a lot of the guests that we've had on on the podcast, they understand. Like, I probably just watched one trailer, and then I'll, I'll, you know, I usually cut it at, by that.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: um, so I, I walked into it not really knowing who the villain was, what was going to be the main conflict, and like honestly i was i was talking to our good friend matt Uh, i was i was talking to him about the movie and i was talking to other friends like tim and whatnot and i was telling him uh that two-thirds into the movie i'm like where's the bad guy
1: that's i felt the same way (laughs) i really
0: thought like like it was interesting like okay all these different you know we're spending more time with drax and with rocket and yondu and like We're meeting Arnold Schwarzenegger and like uh, (laughs) not Arnold, Stallone. Stallone. Excuse me, Stallone. And like, cool. But I'm like thinking, where's the bad guy? Like, where's the part that these guys fight each other? And like, there's like action. And so then I'm like, wait a minute. I kind of I'm there and I'm watching the movie. I'm eating my peanut butter M Ms. And I'm like, "Uh, is it Egon? Is it is it his father? Like, is there a twist that the like he's not good and then mm-hmm. that's when uh, gamora <laughs> was like beginning to like sneak around and like to try to uncover like hey something's not right here on the planet uh-huh and then like shortly after that was when um she discovers like wait a minute like discovers
1: all, the skeleton all these skeletons and skulls
0: and yeah and so at that point i was like i guess he's the bad guy i was just like uh, oh okay like Let's see. Let's let's see how where this goes, and so then you realize what his plot is, like his motives, and mm-hmm. um, and he
1: like lays it out for Star Wars. yeah. Like, which is kind of a, I I felt the same way. Like there was a point, probably up until I can't. I'm not sure what what comes first there, like whether it's Gamora finding the skeletons, yeah, or him. I if I'm not mistaken, they're cut together, like him explaining his plan, uh huh, along with that stuff. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. But they totally kind of pu- pulled the wool over my eyes to some degree, because there was a there was a point where I was like, "When like are the Sovereign gonna come and attack?" Like we knew well, there's the yeah. stuff going on with yeah, the Ravagers, little, yeah. There's a little and Rocket conflict and uh-huh. Root, like, mm-hmm. and we knew that the that the uh, Sovereign weren't happy with the Guardians, yeah, um, for taking the like the for Rocket, right? Yeah, right. in the beginning, mm-hmm. um, but there was a level of like. We didn't know what was going on, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, and so, but then when it is revealed that it's Ego, this is like, oh, man. Like, obviously, like, it can't just be a regular. Yeah. Like, how does the conflict end when you're fighting a whole country yeah, or yeah. a whole planet, uh, yeah. I <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, th- I, thought Ego's, I thought Ego was, it was interesting to see him. Yeah. Um, and I thought that dealing with the subject of, of Peter Quill's dad was a good thing to do with this movie because I, I don't want... I wouldn't have wanted to wait like another movie for them to just yeah. be like sitting on this, mm-hmm. um, especially with how much it was kind of teased in at the thought, first in yeah. the first movie. Uh, you know, like with the orb and, and those things. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I th- I think it was enjoyable. I think um the uh, you know the other new character we meet is Mantis. Mm- yes, uh, with him. How did you feel about Mantis, Andy?
0: I thought I mean, she brought so much humor, and it was so it was so uh, interesting to see this character. Mm-hmm. And what, like, her abilities were, uh, yeah. which was really fun. And it definitely allowed for a lot of funny moments. And, again, you said it at the beginning, like, this movie has a lot of heart, but it has a lot of, of, of humor and jokes and uh, one-liners and memorable quotes and, and all of that. And so, um, but Mantis really did a good job with, I mean, honestly, all of the other supporting characters I felt like did a good job in, in pulling their own weight and making themselves present and really feel like okay like Like i'm I'm part of the story yeah i'm also in this movie like it's not just baby Groot and it's not just star lord like no Mm -hmm. there's other characters here like i and i'm one of them and so i felt like a lot of these other side characters like like mantis were were really good and i thought Mm -hmm. brought a lot a lot to it And, and her and drax uh were great yeah i really i really enjoyed um him I, I i have a question for you just to get just to hear your thoughts on it but um out of out of all the guardians that we see in the movie new ones old ones all of them um which one which one did you think s- stole the show like if there was one that man this one was truly the the star of the movie um which one would you go with because i have
1: mine so i i think it's Groot. okay as far as like what audiences will remember the most. Okay. Okay. Um, I I like I know my cousin Kayla loved Groot. Yeah. Uh, my fiance Morgan. Yeah. She she clarified, and just in case you were wondering, the, uh-huh. the cutest moment with baby Groot is when he reaches out to Drax. Like when he's falling asleep and he wants Drax to hold him at oh, yeah, the end yeah, yeah. of the movie. She, just in case we were wondering. Yeah. Like she did the math, she ran the numbers. Okay. That's the cutest group. Okay. The um but I think for me, I I came to appreciate Nebula and Gamora's storyline the most. Okay. Um because and kinda like, you know, like so it dealing with family, but realizing that Nebula like she was broken, you know, from a very at a very young age. Yeah. Like and in Some ways, quite literally, yeah, uh, being taken apart and put back together again by Thanos, uh, and she's upset with Gamora as as punishment for losing a, f- a for fight. losing a fight to yeah. Gamora. Yeah, she gets you know, parts of her body taken off, yeah, and replaced with mechanical ones. Yeah, uh, and then that you know has built up this revenge mm-hmm. and this this madness towards this or this anger rather yeah. uh, towards Gamora, but. In actuality, it's it's not – the anger is just coming from a sense of hurt. Yeah. Uh, and I think there's a lot to be said in that because I think that's – most of the time when we lash out, like, in anger, there's a, a point of, like, we don't just get angry for no reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a point where our feelings were hurt. And so realizing that to some degree her, her emotional growth was probably stunted because of uh, because of what happened with Thanos, you know, yeah. early on. Yeah. Um I just thought it was cool to see that season. Yeah, man. It was
0: really sad too, because clearly
1: like She was like, I just wanted a sister.
0: Yeah. And and again to give kudos to Tim Gunn again doing a great job with me caring about all these characters. But man, like uh obviously Thanos uh sucked as a father <laughs> uh he was never in the running. he was not never in the running uh for for good father of the year um but it was it was tough because obviously like it was all Thanos and his doing but it caused that relationship between these two sisters to be broken right and right. so that that was that was tough to to see um play out who all stole this. the show for you for me, it was it was Drax. Yeah. Yeah, and what's funny is like, yeah, the first Guardians I would say was Rocket, um, mm-hmm. and followed closely by Drax. Like Drax had a lot of good heart and humor in that first movie too, but in this one, his humor just, I mean, it was it was just great, all of it, and from his jokes and um, calling Mantis, you know ugly and not beautiful and uh-huh. just disgusting and all this stuff and um him joking a lot with Starlo star lord and all you know all of that was great man it uh-huh. really was and so um i thought for me his humor i thought was what stood out the most out of
1: i think so all I the felt, characters i felt like his laugh I, it was always obnoxious yes like and it added to it. Oh, I I don't like there was me. points where it got like it almost got annoying. I think it got for me. Yeah. Like it almost got annoying because it was so obnoxious. But Andy, I think the actual in actuality, Drax's laugh is very similar. And to, well, it's not similar. Like no, your laughs are different. Yeah. But the, the way that you when you laugh, <laughs> yeah. it's loud. Yeah. You hear it across the
0: <laughs> the room. across the room there's yes. no mistaking like, yes
1: that's andy laughing yes i think. The, there's parallels there maybe, between you and Drax. Maybe, and so, maybe if you're just the, relating to The Drax.
0: only thing that I could relate to Drax the Destroyer is, that, is our laughter. That's it. It's just having a unique uh, uh, laughter. and so I'll take it. I'll take it to the bank. Um, but I think for me, that's why he stole the show. and His laughter didn't cause me to laugh even more because he was just laughing at... I, that's another thing. I appreciate Drax being able to laugh at his own jokes. And whether or not <laughs> yeah. no one else is laughing, he's he, laughing he because the, he's funny. He, because a joke to him was funny. Mm-hmm. And so I, I do that all the time too. I'm like, "Well, I I said the joke and I said it cuz I thought it was funny yeah. and I'm going to laugh at the funny joke yeah. that, like, that what? I just that was heard." Funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, it was it was really good, but Baby Groot was was cute. That opening that opening scene was incredible of yeah. just Groot just running
1: just dancing around just
0: dancing and running around dodging the fight and trying to get out of the way and like I mean it was great like and of course he was dodging and everything was happening around him accidentally like he was just jamming out you know mm-hmm. and so uh but it it was it was solid um CP is there anything that you didn't like about the movie because I don't think it was a perfect film sure um there are a few yeah, there. <laughs> yes, um, but um, w- what was one thing that you know? You know, I like, ah, wasn't a big fan of that.
1: Uh, so I felt like Mantis, like her turn, like to helping the Guardians. Oh, okay. It seemed a little like it was like why now? I guess okay. Um, just because it was like like we see like like thousands. Yeah. Of, of bodies. Yeah. And this is the first time when she's like, "Oh, maybe, maybe we shouldn't do this." Yeah. You know, and so like, like I, 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 get why she had, like, she had to be the one to flip. Yeah. Like to warn them, you know, and and what, like, I get the, the function it served within the plot. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just a little bit like, uh, I guess, like why now? Which I mean, maybe that's just because it's like a realization of why, like this is actually happening, you know, mm-hmm. and Ego's plan is going to really take over the gout, like take over the, the universe, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But, so that felt a little like, that felt a little rushed. Um, I, I wonder with Selve, with Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Not Arnold. Not Arnold. <laughs> the other giant guy from the eighties. Yes. Um, uh, I wonder if it was, it's necessary to have him be that character. Mm-hmm. And I'm, i am my hope is I guess with that is I think if we see more of him later on then I'll be I'll stay like I'll be okay with him having been in this movie but if it was just like oh let's just give it to Sylvester to to Sylvester Stallone mm-hmm. then it's you know I guess it lo- feels a little unnecessary. Yeah that was one of the things that you know regarding Stallone and his
0: character man there was uh just so many uh easter eggs in this movie and, you know, that was that was one of them was uh, Stallone and, and his his uh, his team at the end, like after, after as it was after the credits, it was one of the credit scenes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, we kind of realized, oh, OK, like, oh, these uh, this is another forming of the Guardians, because uh, if I'm not mistaken and I'm not my comic book history with the Guardians and all that stuff isn't. Uh, top notch, like some of my other uh, comic book history stuff, but um, Stallone and his group of, uh, of his crew, essentially, is another. They're another alternate reality of the Guardians. Or iteration. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Another forming of the Guardians, and so um, it's pretty cool to see, like if. That plays up and plays into future Guardians, like maybe Volume Three. Mm-hmm. Um, that'd be pretty cool. But uh, but there were a lot of Easter eggs and some some fun stuff um, in this movie. So for me, CP, because you you shared your issue with Mantis and her her turn. Uh, one of the things that, and honestly, I, I it's it's not a perfect movie, but the one thing that stood out, like I remember thinking as I watched it, like why is this happening? Uh-huh. Was there was only it happened only once. But I was able to predict a joke. And I was able to call it. And it was when Nebula was when she finally escaped or, or kinda early on and she ate like that that fruit or that vegetable, the beets or whatever it was. I don't know right. what what it was. She kept
1: asking for one. Yeah,
0: and everyone kept on telling her, No, they're not ready, they're not ripe, they're not, you know. And so you know, she escapes. She does her thing. She fights someone. I can't. I can't remember exactly how it played out, but she grabs one of those. She bites it and she and, spits it out. And man. she spits it out. And then the punchline was, they're not ripe yet. And like as soon as I, you like as as at the very beginning, like when you re- when I connected, it was Nebula, and she had you know that food item in her hand. I was like, she's gonna say they're not ripe yet. Like there's gonna be a joke here. And it made me think like, and it happened and played out. And I was like, is this almost like too predictable? Like the like the humor or at least like, maybe not the joke exactly, but hey, insert joke here. Like, okay, but this blah, 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 mm-hmm. like insert.
1: It's been two and a half minutes. Yeah. You, like insert joke, joke here.
0: And so that was the one thing I, granted, I laughed at all of them. I thought all of them were funny. I, I yeah. thought they're all great, but that was my one. It happened once. And again, I was just like, uh, like I almost didn't like the fact that I was able to, to
1: call it. Do you think there's a line there of like too many jokes in these movies?
0: I think Guardians is setting itself up to be the funniest. I, I, the first one was the fun. I mean, that's why it's my favorite MCU movie. The first, the first Guardians because there's, yeah, a, there's a good amount of heart, but man, it was really funny, and I really like the characters, mm-hmm. and so that's why. Um, I mean, that's their thing. Like every Marvel movie has humor, but these movies, these you know, the Guardians of the Galaxy, these movies, they're they're almost known for their humor. Right. And, and so um, I don't know if that's a like I don't think like it's too much or I don't. You know what I'm saying? I, I I think it's um it's their shtick. Like it's again, it's what they're known
1: for. So I feel like to some degree they have to like if each Marvel movie is. Kind of getting to be its own, in its own genre. Yeah. This is like the most into a comedy. And, I, yeah,
0: I would say, even though it's, it deals with aliens <laughs> and different sure. planets and this and yeah. that. And so, but this one probably is the closest one to, you know, falling under that, that comedy genre, like you said. So, um, but yeah, man. So that'll be one of the things I just thought, man, I was like, I was able to call it. And so, mm-hmm. uh, like, yeah, that kind of just, that kind of just threw me off in it. I really didn't like that I was able to able to do that um, so CP this movie has made a lot of money yeah. uh, it I mean opening weekend it made almost a uh, hundred and fifty million dollars uh, domestically here uh, in the states uh, right now they're at over 6 hundred and forty million dollars domestic uh, foreign and domestic and so they're making some serious serious money Um do you see that obviously there's a third one coming out? Sure. They've already said that, you know, we see that at the credits. Um where does where does uh volume 3 take us? What do you think? What do you want to see? Where do you think it, it leads, you know, what do you do you have anything you want to see that you haven't seen yet? You know, what do you pitch it pitch volume 3 to me,
1: man? I think I want to see more Craglin. Okay, and so he's he's the one he takes over like he's Yondu's yeah you know, second uh, second in command and uh, played by Sean Gunn yeah uh, and so is he related to Tim Gunn James Gunn oh excuse me the, J- James yeah. Gunn yeah, yeah yeah he's also in Gilmore Girls that's right so uh, if you're I know you're a big Gilmore Gilmore Girls guy oh fanatic Andy, sorry mm-hmm. those triple G's yeah messed fanatic. up but, also <laughs> a side
0: note I just realized Tim Gunn which I think I might have said already that, I think you did but. Tim Gunn is—he's uh, on uh, Project Runway. He's one of the judges of that. Fashion on Project team. Runway, yeah.
1: So completely different human. Any overall any relation to Top Gun? <laughs> I
0: don't know. All <laughs> these all these guns. This is not those. That that's the, this, that, that's a different podcast. We're, we're not talking about all these guns.
1: Um, but uh, but yeah. So I think. I, I would like to see more Kraglin Yeah. Uh, in the future, and I, my my hope is that uh, with that that I guess one of the mid credit teasers yeah. uh, is that we'll see more Adam Warlock. Okay. Because uh, it seems like that's where they're going. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's been confirmed, and granted, they could James Gunn could just be lying. Yes. Uh, but uh, it's been confirmed that uh, Adam Warlock won't be in uh event or in Infinity War. Okay. Uh, which is a big deal because he is a big part of Infinity War and so mm-hmm. uh or you know, of the Infinity Gauntlet storyline. And so uh it'll be interesting to see how he comes in post uh the post Avengers Infinity War two, whatever that yeah. sequel is. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I'd like to see more Kraglin and like I know we didn't we haven't talked about it yet, but I appreciated that I I liked that Yondu died, and like he actually was gone. Yeah, um, because that's something that these superhero movies always get criticized for is that uh, that they they don't kill or actually have people die, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's villains or heroes. Like Loki died, but not really. Yeah, uh, Superman died, but not really. Yeah, you know, Pepper Potts died, but not really. You know, so yeah. I appreciated that, like Yondu. He died, and, like, he had some great moments. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They had a funeral. Like, they really dealt with sending him off and sending him off properly. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, so, yeah, I'd like to see more Kraglin, I think, is the big thing. I, I'm i ready for Groot to be grown up again. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I think, like, just even seeing that teenage Groot, like, yeah. once was... Uh, once was enough mm-hmm. uh, and seeing baby groot was fun but I'm re- I think I'm ready for him to be G- traditional groot. traditional groot. Yeah. yeah um I would hope that uh when he grows back up he might look a little bit different because I feel like he should yeah you know like it's physically you know
0: yeah no uh you know there are no Two trees alike, right? Exactly. I think that's. I think that's, I, think the same. that's the same.
1: I know two zebras don't have the same stripes. <laughs> there you go. So so two groups don't have the same limbs, right? <laughs> exactly, uh, <laughs> exactly. But but, uh, uh, but yeah. So I think that's my big thing. What about you, Andy? Uh, I just want to see
0: man. It would be awesome if if Iron Man became a guardian. That would be cool. That would I'd be really, okay with that too. Yeah, that'd be really neat. Just because it's it's um, in one of the f- fairly recent. Uh, uh, guardians of the galaxy runs uh f- a few years ago mm-hmm. um we see that iron man joins the the guardians and so he has this really cool space iron man suit and so it that'd be really cool obviously they can do it obviously they have the rights to that character obviously right, right. already we see tony stark is in spider-man homecoming and so you're know just gonna
1: take over everything yeah
0: yeah that instead of Seeing Disney being the one that buys out everything, really, it's just Robert Downey Jr. is going to be in every <laughs> every <laughs> Disney film to some degree. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that'd be really neat. That's really
1: it. That's all I have. I think. Uh, as There's far as some things that I would like. Like I would love to see Agent Venom, but like that's not yeah, a possibility. You some, know, yeah. stuff like that. That yeah. Uh, that I think would be fun, but you know, due to all the rights issues.
0: I also I also would like to move on from this tease of a love relationship between Star-Lord and Gamora
1: right yeah that, 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 i think
0: sorry. that would be f- i think i'll be okay like if they if they don't dive into that it would be kind of i mean it's one thing if he if he like flirted with her and was like almost like you know if he did something good and he like winked and like maybe blew her a kiss or something like something like that would be fine like But there's a real tease here that they're really, to some degree, falling for each other. And I don't know. Again, I don't know too much about the Guardians and and the comic book history and whatnot. I don't think that's a thing. Maybe it is. I'm not sure. But I almost
1: would like it for that not to be the case. Yeah. You know? And so. Yeah. I think with that, so, um, and much like, I'm going to relate this to CW, like to The Flash. but Yeah. uh, in in the flash of you know it's in the third season it's it's freaking great I yeah. know Andy you're not watching it because CW doesn't have their stuff on Hulu anymore which is dumb I know but I mean it's dumb that they don't have it on Hulu not dumb that you're not watching it
0: <laughs> Thank you make the clarification you don't have to fight you you're right not now. dumb no. <laughs> but,
1: uh, but uh so uh this past season in the flash and Supergirl there was uh-huh. relationship drama yeah uh, going on with both of those and then they did a crossover episode to uh in the same episode deal with the love the love stuff so it's just like kind of settled like Mm -hmm. it ends with them both being back with their significant others and it's like let's just move on you know yeah i guess my hope would be that when then in the next movie like i i don't necessarily want gamora like i don't care if they get together or if they don't Mm -hmm. i just don't want to deal with it anymore you know i
0: i totally agree um Again, it, it, it almost feels not forced, but it just doesn't it feels unnecessary. That that's a better word. It just feels unnecessary. It doesn't necessarily add anything to the storyline. It's not like we're necessarily cheering for them to to be together, you know. Right. I'm more invested in in Potts and, and Tony Stark. Like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like as far Which as like side em- note, I really hope I do hope they get back together. Yeah, like MCU Yeah, MCU MCU comics, uh, excuse me, movies, like I care about that relationship, you know, and I, yeah, I want to know what happens. I want to know if they, you know, if there's any restoration there. I want to know if like, you know, so I'm more invested in that relationship than a potential Star-Lord and Gamora relationship. Um, so that's pretty much it. One thing I, I definitely want to hit on, and I, before we wrap up here, man, Yandu, he, he, they, the, you said it. You, I mean, I don't want to quickly go over that. Like they finally killed someone off like Mm -hmm. and there's meaning to it and it's a meaningful death you know i I know that sounds kind of weird it's a big sacrifice big sacrifice it's a character that we all cared and enjoyed and Mm -hmm. knew like the quicksilver uh death at you know at, at the end of age of ultron right yeah sacrificial caring yes but it was a brand new character that we didn't really...
1: That we didn't really know and love. And yeah. I think with Yondu, both from the first movie, you know, like the first movie is just kind of us liking him. Yeah. And then everything they do with him in this movie establishes his relationship with Peter Quill. Yeah. And establishes um, just who he is. And so that sacrifice then like carries a lot of weight yeah
0: um and you realize that he's not even a bad guy
1: right like the whole way you can be a bad guy but not be a bad bad guy correct and so (laughs) i like you realize that 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 was his whole thing was that he just uh he was just trying to you know to some degree make ends meet like the rest of us yeah
0: and he knew that uh, you know star lord peter quill like yeah it was helpful to have him on the crew Again, to reach, you know, to get to places where only, you know, a little, you know, a a kid would be able to sneak in and all that stuff. But he also didn't give him to his father.
1: Because he knew uh, that would be bad news.
0: He knew what was was going to happen. He knew that Egon was not a good person. And so at the end of the movie, and that was a big thing, too, for, um, you know, Stallone's character was you kind of realize, oh, oh, no, no, Yondu was, he was a good guy, you know, he's freaking Mary Poppins, and so, (laughs) yeah, this guy was a good guy the whole time, he had a good heart, he had good intentions, he really did, he really did love Star-Lord, and had his best interest in mind, and so his death was really, like, yeah, it was, it was tough, man, I was like, I, I didn't cry, I didn't get any waterworks, but it was like, oh, okay, like, this is, yeah, they're doing this. So mm-hmm. I, I thought, I definitely wanted to, t- to talk about that for just a moment because I, I felt like that was definitely a, a big, a big part of this, of this movie. Yeah. So definitely wanted to give that its proper time. Any other thoughts, CP? Any, any uh, last comments,
1: concerns, uh, anything? Thoughts on, on volume two? I'm just excited for Avengers. Uh, I'm excited for Infinity War. I guess and ready to uh to really get into that you know yeah um because (laughs) this is what i think it's been what seven years now or so uh at least uh Uh, 2008
0: it's i think it's eight years with 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 the first with iron man well i guess uh, since
1: since avengers since the first avengers i want
0: to say that came out in 2012 so uh five years now if I'm not mistaken, five, six years, maybe yeah, okay. twelve
1: yeah. Um, so, so probably eight years then since with Iron Man. A- Iron Man, yeah. But so like just knowing that this is what we've all, this has all been building to, mm-hmm. uh, and that that like next year, you know, uh, is when when it all comes to fruition. Yeah, uh, I am excited for
0: it's. Hopefully, I mean, they've been building this up. We've all credited them like this is amazing what you've been able to do, mm-hmm. but. Um, Our good friend, uh, Jake, um, uh, who was on our uh, episodes of, was it Arrow or Flash? Flash. Flash, there you go. Um, He was telling me, I asked him what he thought of the movie of Guardians. And he was like, it was good. And then he said, uh, man, I'm just ready for Infinity War. Like, I just want that movie already. Like, enough with the teasing. Because everything is building up to that. And so it's like, it's... Yeah, these movies are good and obviously they're enjoyable. But he was telling me like, man, I just want Infinity War. Like, I mm-hmm. just want
1: like, let's get there already. And so we've so, got two more before Infinity War. Thor, Thor and Spider Man. Is that it? I think so.
0: Is Infinity War is that the May movie that's coming out?
1: Infinity. Yeah. Uh, when's Black? Is Black? When's Black Panther?
0: Um,
1: let's double check this. Because you're right, we do
0: we do have we do have um,
1: February 16th. So is uh, what is Black Panther? Okay, and and then then May 4th is is Infinity Infinity War. War. So okay, so three. We haven't really seen any trailers or anything yet. Black Panther
0: comes out in February.
1: Yeah, February 16th. Wow, Um, interesting. Okay, so three more. That's crazy. What's the better? What's what one are you most excited for this year? So Thor or Spider Man? uh spider-man yeah the thor franchise
0: is the, i in my opinion probably the weakest, the weakest one i'll agree with that so so I, i'm not like that excited to see the third one of course i'm going to see the thor the third thor movie sure but, um but
1: so spider-man this year spider-man and then and thor this year and yeah. then black panther february yeah. Which I'm real excited. That there's a short gap there between Thor, like Thor's from November. February to May, yeah. Uh, yeah, or yeah, from February to Black Panther. So there's like yeah, just oh, a little yeah, bit yeah. of like... Oh, a, yeah, 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 know, yeah, 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 um, yeah. Tie over. But I'm really excited for Thor. More than Spider-Man. I don't know. So... I'll say why Spider-Man. I'm, I think I'm more excited for Spider-Man. I'm
0: trying to figure out which which movie Harper is more excited for. I, Harper I think, loves.
1: I, she loves Thor, bro. I think she, she loves, that's he that's her favorite Chris superhero. <laughs> is that that, that, that Chris, Thor?
0: Hemsworth. Okay, um,
1: but uh, I really I really think that Thor Ragnarok might be the. I think there's potential for it to be the best of Phase Three. Okay. And that includes what? So that's, we're talking Civil War. What, okay. Was there anything in November before, after uh, Age of Ultron? After Age of Ultron. I guess it was Ant Man. But Ant Man, I think, is considered phase, phase two. two. Yeah. So we're, that's everything from Civil War up to uh, Infinity now. War. Yeah. So um, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Or Doctor Strange was November. But, yeah. but that's phase three. So yeah, Doctor yeah. Strange uh, to. Infinity War, so Doctor Strange, Civil War, uh, these two Guardians, Guardians um, Spider Man, Spider Man, and Thor, and Thor, and Black Panther. You Black think? Panther. You think? I really Thor think is Thor, be Thor might be the might be the best of Phase Three. Wow. Uh because I, I think th- it's the I think it's the most it's the most new, I guess. Like it's the, the most different of all of them. I is
0: you think it's okay? You think it's been better than Black Panther? Which is like completely like. So I my thing with Black Panther series. is
1: like I feel like he is very similar to uh, Captain America. Okay. As far as like just his power set goes. Okay. Okay. Um. I I do I I am interested to see. I I think he might be aside from potentially Iron Man three. He might be the only one. Uh, I'm trying to think of the other Marvel like through the other Marvel movies. He might be the only one where his power set. And his villains are different, with the exception of maybe Iron Man three. Because, you know, like oh, like Iron Man two, Iron Man's got a big metal suit, so the let's give the bad eyes. guy a yeah, big yeah. metal suit. Yeah. Um so I'm excited for that. But uh like with Thor, I think just I'm interested to see I feel like there's a lot to happen in that movie and yeah. I'm excited for a lot of it. I'm excited for this this space trip buddy comedy, uh, with with Thor and Hulk, I think that's gonna be fun. So they're
0: definitely riding the ship in that one with mm-hmm. Thor, because I think it's again, I think it's the weakest one of all of the Marvel movies, um, and it's the one that's least connecting to the audience. I feel like I think that's the one. Every all of them seem to connect pretty well with audiences. Mm-hmm. Thor is the one that's like, yeah, it's fun, yeah, it's cool, but that one's like. Again, is making least connection the least connection with with audience. So I think the third third one's gonna it's good, they're gonna try to write the ship on on that one for sure. Yeah, I think the best one of Phase Three is gonna be Guardians Volume Two.
1: Better than Civil War. What uh, do you think about that? <laughs> that was a big I claim, forgot, Andy. I
0: forgot that Civil War was in there. <laughs> uh, so maybe, oh gosh, maybe Civil War is the best one.
1: I think I'm Sil- excited for Spider-Man. Civil War Homecoming is the best one because so far. Here's the thing, oh, I'm I'm excited for Iron Man Four. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it is why I'm excited for Spider Man Homecoming. Yes, but uh, I I do think that uh, like the way that from what we can tell from the trailers and such, uh-huh. the way that they're using Tony Stark uh, in this movie, I think works really well, and yeah. it does, it's not just kind of a like oh we can have Tony Stark in it, so let's put Tony Stark. in Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Because uh, I think just the follow up of the you know the storyline in Iron Man Three is. Does the suit make the man? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and and that kind of is the, and the, I think that's what makes Iron Man three great. I know I'm in the minority uh, with that, but um, and so continuing that over to uh, Spider Man Homecoming and really dealing with like Spider Man saying like you know there's that there's that line in the movie where he says I can't I'm nothing without the suit mm-hmm. and then Tony says if you're nothing without the suit then I'm taking it back yeah. Uh, because he th- like to Tony's point, you've got to learn to be a hero in your own right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I'm excited for that.
0: Man, that Phase Three question really, really uh,
1: got me all stumped and and whatnot. Maybe, Andy. I'm just gonna pitch an idea to you. Okay, but if we do a top five of the all the MCU movies, yes, that might be the first top five where we rank them. That might. I, I think that's
0: fair. I think it's needed. I think it's. I think at that point, yeah, and it's. I, I think with that, it's more natural to rank them because there <laughs> clearly there are some better than others. Sure. Others and so sure. that makes sense. Viewers, let uh, <laughs> listeners let us know what you what you which one's your favorite from Phase Three. I'm very curious because I, I think that's a I think that's a harder question than you think it is. Like when you quickly we ask, we still it, have
1: more to come out.
0: Yeah. So yeah, Civil War, Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, Spider Man. Homecoming, Four. Thor, Ragnarok, and yeah. Black Panther. Golly, yeah. Which one? Do you, which one's your favorite, listeners? Is it
1: one that hasn't come out yet? Yeah, uh, let, let us it, know. Yeah, that'd be so great. this is a, that's our episode for Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Oh my gosh, that is wordy. <laughs> what, what did you think of Guardians Volume uh, Two? Send us your thoughts on social media. We would love to check those out. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at heroes underscore and. Or email us at heroesandpodcast at gmail.com. And if you like what you hear, share us with your friends.
0: Yes, for sure. Thank you again for listening to Heroes And.
1: I'm Andy. And I'm Cody. And, and we're, we're out. out.